Sensors podcast consumers, welcome to episode 36 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall, uh, hosted by me, of course, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. I mentioned at the top of the video feed, and I'm going to mention it after we get through the opening. Uh, so, a couple small announcements, I guess, uh, but please bear with me if we run into any technical issues with this particular episode because uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm on a new setup, and we're like just about done with the setup, but I'm still finessing. All of the individual like things and stuff, but I'll fill you in a little bit more on that shortly. We always kick things off with our social plugs, though. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, before episodes, whenever you so please. You can do that multiple locations. One of them would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. Make sure you like that page and check back often uh, for new content coming your way. Uh, of course, YouTube. Head over to YouTube. Search go tell it to the wall. You find our channel there. Subscribe. And that's where you're going to find all of our beer reviews, all of our mental health Monday playlists, our parenting playlists, and of course, our video feeds and or former live feeds uh, from Go Tell to the Wall as well as Common Sense Sundays. Uh, of course, you can follow my personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean. That's right, at SoCalSean. Uh, you get some Go Tell to the Wall content up there, uh, Common Sense Sunday stuff. Not all of it is, but there is some of it up there. So, so if you're an Instagram user, uh, I find myself using Instagram kind of more and more and more. Uh, so that's why we go ahead and throw that handle out there if you want to follow my own personal Instagram account. Of course, most importantly would be our website, SeanOroarkLive.com. If you don't remember uh, how to get to the Instagram or the, the Facebook page or anything, I mean, it's, it's all pretty simple. If you Google Go Tell It to the Wall, all this stuff's going to come up for you. But I, I, I say this just in case. Uh, they all link directly from SeanOroarkLive.com, uh, including our seldom used Twitter account. We technically have a Twitter. Go Tell It to the Wall does, but I don't use it. I'm not a, just not a Twitter user. Uh, and, of course, you'll find a link to our Patreon campaign there. Please help us out if you have the means to do so and you see fit to do it. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, help us out. Every dollar helps to uh, to keep the studio running, uh, bring in new guests, new new concepts, new content itself, uh, as, as as the kids say these days. New new content. Content creators. It's, I'm always, I, like, I grew up be, being a broadcaster and a live event host, and then all these new, you're a content creator or whatever. Uh, influ, I don't like that influencer word, but that's, that's all the words they use. Uh, so help us out on Patreon. You're going to find, even if you don't like want to support, go tell us as well, support other artists on Patreon. Uh, it's a great platform uh, to, to be able to help artists uh, who are out there doing a lot of work. Artists, musicians, really anything that, that are out there doing a lot of work and putting out great content and uh, and not making a ton of money off it like with a big studio contract. So check out Patreon either way, even if you're not going to help us out. And of course, our merch site, you can link directly to the merch site through SeanOroarkLive.com. Get yourself a Go Tell It to the Wall t-shirt, sweatshirt. I know it's cold in a, in a large part of the country right now. It's not in Southern California. It's like I think it's like 72 degrees outside right now and sunny. I can see the sun like through my windows here. Uh, but I know a good portion of the country is, is quite cold. Uh, so pick up a Go Tell It to the Wall sweatshirt. Stay warm. And, and this this <laughs> seems... I, I don't, I'm not laughing. I, I, I was just going to say unending winter. And it's like, I, I don't... I'm, we're still in winter. I think a lot of places that are not used to that winter weather, is it's more of that as opposed to like an unending winter. I feel like a Game of Thrones episode or something. All right. Uh, slowly working towards the live stream before we get into digital trends. 
that's what I was mentioning at the top here. I was actually in the studio until like about midnight on Monday night, uh, running cables, running wires, getting uh, and all the new stuff set up, and and basically I've got the new rig like eighty percent done. I've really I'm just at the point of going through and and finessing all of the. Uh, all the settings to make sure that everything is, is going out correctly. Uh, and then once that is, we will be able to, to live stream. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's funny, I'm actually looking at it. Because for those of you that are familiar with OBS, or even if you're not, OBS actually tracks uh, your, your CPU usage right on the screen. <laughs> and I'll t tell you, upgrading a computer, upgrading from a computer that was uh, six years old to, to the newest, best, fastest computer, uh, hell of a difference on my CPU usage. So just... We're getting there. We might be live next week, so look forward to that. We're, we're going to be live either on Facebook or YouTube, whichever one decides to communicate best with OBS at that time. Uh, and, and it's just a matter of time because, I, like I said, we've got all the, the correct equipment now. Uh, it's just a matter of going through and, and finessing all of, all of the settings because it's, <laughs> it's very complicated. I did this with the previous rig. Uh, and then it still didn't work. It just just wasn't pushing enough power out. So now I've got to go through this, and I spent like a day doing it with the previous machine, and now I've got to do it again with this machine. So it's going to be a bit of a pain in the ass, but we'll get there, and the live streams are coming back, uh, and you'll notice even a quality improvement just because of bringing a new machine into the studio. You should be noticing that if you're watching the video feed. You're not going to notice a difference if you're just listening to the audio. It's, a, it's all running through the same quality uh, editing program. So not much difference there, but sh there is already difference on the video. All right, we've had some wild wind here in Southern California. I don't know why I'm mentioning that. I feel, I'm just getting old, so I have to talk about the weather uh, now and then. But I, I, I was a little bit worried yesterday, and and this is this one always was, was always mind mind boggling. Uh, although where I live now, it's not so much. But wind, and I've lived in areas where cable is run underground, and somehow the wind would affect the internet or the cable service. And like eh, eh. here, we do they are above ground, so they can be affected here. But I was a little bit worried yesterday. Because uh, we've had some power outages in the neighborhood and, and these wild, like crazy wild winds. I'm sitting in my, my living room yesterday and you just hear like the wind whipping the trees around and it was it was wild. Uh, so I was a little bit worried that we might lose power and or internet, which we have lost power once with the podcast, like mid, mid podcast literally. And it was just a quick like uh, brownout is, is what they call them. But I uh, was a little bit worried that we wouldn't be able to go in the studio today. <laughs> you got to have power. Uh, could have done it without the internet, technically, but you got to have power. Since we're not doing live streams, don't need that internet, but, um, you know, computers, studios, electricity, you kind of need them, need that stuff. So fortunately, uh, here we are, and uh, and it's calmed down today, <laughs> luckily, because I was like, I was cursing the wind yesterday. I had to go down to my garage to get something, and the wind just whipping around, and like it started blowing leaves and stuff into my garage, and it's like, wind. I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast. The wind is my least favorite weather like kind of normal weather patterns, you, you know, obviously like a hurricane has wind and rain and everything else. And a tornado is like, I'm talking when you're talking about like, Oh, we have rain or we have a, you know, a, a moderate snowstorm, not a crazy blizzard, but like wind, I, I'll take some snow. I'll take some rain. I'll take some heat over the wind any day, <laughs> any day. It's just ugh, wind, wind. All right. Digital trends. I don't know what's happening uh, out there. Wall fans. And, and maybe this is cause, Stuff's being shared, but for the past week or so, I've been averaging like a dozen friend requests a day, and I don't know if anyone else out there is experiencing this. Um, a lot of it seems to be, some of it seems to be connected to the podcast, some of it seems to be connected to some other groups, but I don't know if anyone else out there is getting this. For some reason, I'm just, I'm like 10 a day for some reason, and I'm sure part of it has to do with Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, 
um, or some of the other groups I'm in, but it's just been, I've been like inundated the past, uh, the past week or so. And this isn't a complaint. Like, I, I don't think it's cause I'm super popular or anything. It's just, I think I'm popping up in an algorithm somewhere and people are like, Oh, click, 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 click. And it's all day, <laughs> all day. No complaints. Just, I'm curious if other people out there are having this issue. Um, haven't really, haven't really asked anyone directly. It's just, I've just <laughs> been old manning it the past like week. Like, Oh, I got more friend requests on here. And then, and I tend to just go and approve them. I, I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people like to be real private on Facebook. My, I'm, all my stuff's public. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm like, I'm not hiding anything. You know, my, my kid's been in a, mu- in a music video like this, <laughs> multiple music videos actually. Now that I say it, so it's like, what am I, what am I hiding? Uh, and I tend to just accept friend requests as long as I see like mutual friends. Like, and some, a lot of these requests, I get to like 25 mutual friends. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Like we're good. Um, and sometimes if there's no mutual friends, I might sit on it for a minute, but for the most part, I'm just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll be friends until I start getting spammed. I'm like, get out of here. Start getting messages like, check this. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what, no. All right. Uh, hashtag fire Pedro Pascal. Fire Pedro Pascal. If you're not familiar with that name, uh, he's the actor who plays, uh, the Mandalorian. Among among many other things, he was also in Wonder Woman. Um, he was in was he in like I, I, he's been in a lot of stuff. Pedro Pascal, very very big uh, movie star right now. And of course, this hashtag fire Pedro Pascal is uh, is is trending because people are upset about the whole Gina Carano firing, which we talked about last episode. Uh, and to an extent, we have seen a little bit of a justification because they dug up an old tweet uh, where Pedro Pascal was was uh, was comparing. The, uh, the the border camps where they've been separating families uh, to concentration camps in Germany. And so people are saying, well, that's just like Gina Carano. It's like, no, 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 no. No, it is not. It's, it's, that is apples to oranges here. Um, so, of course, but people, just, they're just going to grasp at anything. Well, uh, look at Pedro Pascal's doing this. And it's like, no, no, there's a huge difference. Huge difference. He's, he's tweeting with compassion. She's tweeting with anger and just trying to get attention for herself. It, it's amazing. Uh, and in fact, now she has moved on to the lucrative career of filmmaking with Ben Shapiro. If you're not familiar with Ben Shapiro, don't familiarize yourself with Ben Shapiro. There's no reason to be familiar with Ben Shapiro. I unfortunately am, but there's no reason for you to be if you are not currently familiar with Ben Shapiro. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Ted Cruz is a disgrace. Now, I, I fully believe this hashtag could be trending at any time, any day of the week, month, year, decade, past couple decades. Just, you know see what he's doing on a given day. Uh, but of course, this one's picking up steam because uh, that idiot decided to leave Texas during a national, uh, like a, a national, a, a, cri- a disaster crisis that they're experiencing down there in Texas. And uh, and also a national crisis. I, it was declared that way. So they're getting federal funds. Uh, he decided to head to Mexico from there, got caught and decide- and came right back. And I'm not going to get into details on that. Uh, but I will say the photo op was just horrible. It's like, okay, Teddy, we all know that you went to Mexico. You were trying to stay there for longer than you ended up staying. You said you were coming back to help Texas, and suddenly there's this photo op of you putting some water into a car. And it's like, ah, what an idiot. It's, it's astounding how much of an idiot this is. The photo, the photo op is just bad. The optics are just bad. There's nothing you can even say about this guy anymore. There, there really isn't. Like, there, there's just nothing else you can say about this guy doesn't care about his constituents, doesn't care about his fellow Texans, doesn't care about his goddamn dog that he just left in an unheated home while he jettisoned off to Mexico. 
so funny too. He's been one of the most vocal people about the border wall, and it's like, oh, so it's okay for you to like go down and to Mexico, but you don't want people from Mexico come. Okay, uh, yep. All right, Teddy. All right, John Goodman. Yeah, <laughs> this is one of those instances where I was a little bit afraid this morning. I saw John Goodman uh, trending on the social platforms, and of course, and to be fair, John Goodman. He's he's older. He's not not uh, as old. Like when Betty White was trending. If a couple months ago, and you're like, oh, no. And then you go, okay, no, no, she's okay. John Goodman's doing okay, but apparently people thought that he looked like this Oath Keeper. If you're not familiar with the Oath Keepers, don't look them up either. You don't need to know. They're a bunch of idiots. Uh, but the Oath, there was a bunch of Oath Keepers at the Capitol riots on uh, January 6th. And uh, there was one of them that looked a bit like John Goodman. And so people ran with it and said, oh, John Goodman's an Oath Keeper and was at the Capitol riots. And, of course, uh, logical people with common sense came out and said, uh, no, that's not John Goodman. If you look closely, it doesn't even really look that much like John Goodman. I mean, maybe in passing down, you're like, hey, is that John Goodman? But if you, and I've seen the picture, if you walk up to the dude and you're, and you're like, oh, sorry, you're not John Goodman. <laughs> you're just a white dude. <laughs> like, I would say heavy set white dude, but John Goodman's not even that heavy set anymore. He's, you know, compared to like the 90s um, when he was playing Babe Ruth and stuff in, in films. Uh, so so thank, thankfully, John Goodman's still around. Uh, thank, unfortunately, this guy's still around, too, and that's Rudy Giuliani. I genuinely don't understand why, why people still want to speak to him. And, and again, he's on the Steve Bannon show. And if you remember recently, Steve Bannon like called Giuliani, Giuliani out on this and was like, Where, what, what's your information on that? And he's like, we can't do this. <laughs> like... We've we've hit a point where Steve Bannon is the voice of reason when it comes to Rudy Giuliani, uh, and I wouldn't say he was so much the the voice of reason on this, but if you if he decided to tell a story about himself and Rush Limbaugh uh, when they were golfing with Michelle Wee West, which is funny. I'm I'm I, I actually I, it took me a minute when I saw this article uh, recently, and I was like, wait, Wee West is that Michelle Wee? Because it just said Wee West, it didn't say Michelle Wee West. Um, and I was like, I remember Michelle Wee, but I don't follow a lot of I don't follow a lot of golf in general. So I was like, Oh no, it is Michelle Wee. Um, she just got married, and she's actually not playing golf right now because she recently had a child. Uh, so I was like, Oh, okay, you know. And most people, even as a casual sports fan, you're like, Yeah, Michelle Wee. She was a bit of a a a, a phenom um, when it came to not only female golfer but just golfer in general. She was one of those that was so good that like could challenge the men as well. Um, and so. Giuliani was telling the story about when he and Rush Limbaugh were golfing with Michelle Wee, and it was very inappropriate. And he talked about how, and I, like, I, let me just say it's inappropriate. And he sexualized Michelle Wee West when he didn't have to. And while Bannon didn't stop him at the end, he's like, "Oh, is that okay to tell that joke?" And Bannon's like, "Well, you just did." <laughs> but here's the thing: is why, why are we still letting him talk? The guy obviously has cognitive issues, like. Just the ineptitude to think that telling a story like that is okay? Like, ah, what? What? Why is this guy still in the public eye? Uh, and, and yeah, let's stop putting him on inter interviews. Uh, to be fair, he's just on with Steve Bannon. I don't, I'm sure Fox News bringing him in and stuff, but no reputable news organizations are bringing him in anymore. Uh, so let's just let's go ahead and just put Giuliani back in the cupboard and call it a day here. Uh, hashtag Gorilla Glue Challenge. Yep. Yep, it's a thing. I don't think this one's necessarily going viral, uh, but there was a 
a gentleman in, te- I believe it was Texas. Uh, don't quote me on where that was, because I, I don't remember. I didn't care to, you know, uh, convey his name or any of that stuff type of stuff. But you got to know there's a guy who thinks he's a uh, he's a uh, content creator, um, likes to do shock, like kind of shocking things. And so what he did was he insisted that the the woman who had gorilla glue in her hair uh, was faking it. And so to prove that she was faking it, he decided to gorilla glue a solo cup to his nose. Yep. And then, of course, you can guess what happened. Uh, the solo cup got stuck. Couldn't get it off. He, he claimed that he was going to lick the Gorilla Glue off and get the cup off of his face. That never happened because it's Gorilla Glue. And I'm pretty sure he ended up losing uh, some of the skin on it, like his lips and stuff, because that's the only way they could get it off. Really? You think? Uh, and, of course, he decided to put out hashtag Gorilla Glue Challenge. Um, this is social media. <laughs> In the year of our Lord, 2021, Gorilla Glue Challenge makes it just you know what I keep. If you got kids, keep them off social media. Social media is not doing any good for anybody. Just I, I don't even put them on on Go Tell It's the Wall or Sean Work Live. No, not not a place for kids. It's common sense. We we need. This is why I talk. This is why we have Common Sense Sundays. Because some idiot thought it was a good idea to Gorilla Glue a solo cup to his face. I think as a as a Darwinian punishment, he should have to walk around with that cup on his face for the, at least the next month. That's your Darwinian punishment, there, sir. All right, COVID updates. I know I've been I, I'm moving away from these COVID updates, but we actually have some positive updates here. Uh, the numbers have continued to decline, really, all around the country. Uh, and I, you know, I, forgive me, I don't have numbers. I know internationally it's gotten better in a lot of places, but all around the country in the U.S. it's gotten much better. Uh, including here in Southern California, uh, we're seeing continuous decline uh, in in new cases uh, and deaths and really everything relating to COVID. Um, the cool thing here, cool thing, I don't know if that's the right phrase, uh, but I was kind of holding my breath a little bit uh, ever since February 7th because there was talk about Super Bowl parties and becoming super spreader events and, and everything else. Uh, we're now officially two weeks from the Super Bowl, so with the numbers continuing to decline, it looks like those Super Bowl parties... Uh, if they were occurring, uh, probably didn't have as big of an effect as 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 could have. You know, could not necessarily super spreader events. Uh, and of course, and officials are now much more optimistic. I, I, you can, it's funny watching and reading articles. You can kind of see the increase in optimism uh, from from virologists and and all and public officials and everyone that's handling you know everything relating to to the pandemic. Um, so it's nice to see that. And also, the vaccine numbers are up. We're looking at about 1.7 million people a day getting vaccinated here in the United States. Uh, I know around the world, uh, vaccines are also rapidly getting out. Uh, and there's word that every American could possibly at least have started to be vaccinated uh, by July. July. So we're talking first vaccination, not the second shot by July. Um, but that's what we're talking about. Uh, and in fact, on a personal level, uh, my 75-year-old father, has now received his first vaccination. Uh, my 74-year-old father-in-law has received his first vaccination. Uh, and my soon-to-be 98-year-old uh, grandmother-in-law received her first vaccination. Uh, one of them in San Diego, one of them in Los Angeles, and one of them in Florida, all different areas. So it seems like that is also ramping up quite a bit and doing well. Uh, the one thing that I did find interesting, and I think everyone kind of knew, knew this in the back of their mind, was Fauci did come out and say that we're most likely going to be wearing masks uh, into 2022 uh, just to continue to to flatten the curve and, and, and stall the spread of COVID. Um, 
as 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 we gain you know the whole herd immunity and everyone getting vaccinated and and really coming out on the other side of the pandemic so so keep getting your your fancy masks because you, you're gonna need them for a little while i just collect them all over the place i feel like i just got a mask the other day no maybe not i might be thinking of, and it's like surgical masks i'm doing the double layer on the masks that they're recommending now uh you can go on amazon and get the i i'm not sure about the, the you know the n95 or the k95 masks but you can get the surgical masks which they're saying to double layer those uh i picked up a 50 pack for uh, like 10 bucks nine bucks or something like that 50 of them and the cool thing is they have colors so i picked up a pack of purple surgical face mask like oh you got the boring blue check this out purple of course, they then double layer it and put a cloth mask over it, so it doesn't matter. But I know. I know it's there. All right, mental health. Uh, I just want to give a, a huge good on you to the NFL and their mental health campaign led by the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, it's amazing to see this. And if, if you haven't seen this, even if you're not a sports fan, go go on YouTube, Google it, check out this ad campaign. Uh, They're really, really pushing the concept of, of ending the stigma and and, and awareness uh, for mental health. And I, I've said this. I've said this. I've dealt most of my life with, with a mental illness. Uh, and I've said this even 20 years ago when I, when I was much younger and, and really navigating on my own because you didn't have as many resources out there at the time uh, and I said you know and even then I was like this it's an education thing we just need, people need to be educated you know we there was words that that as kids you know my generation generation before mine even used like crazy just as slang and as insults and stuff we learned not to use those words because it could be insulting and we learned that through education and that's what it is when it comes to mental health it you would have never seen anything like this 20 years ago you just never would have. And it makes me very optimistic uh, for the future of, of mental health awareness and ending that stigma and, and helping out kids at a much younger age um, than were being helped you know, when I was younger or even generations before me, for the love of God. We've come so far in the past, the past 20 years, but especially the past 10 years. Uh, it's amazing how far we've come, and I'm, and I'm really happy to see it. Um, I think, of course, we need to continue to talk openly about it, and that's why I talk openly about it. It was a long journey for me to hit a point where I could talk about uh, my mental illness and my mental health and my struggles. Uh, but once I, once I got to that point, I realized how important it was because of just creating awareness for everybody else. Others don't. There's there's and there's twofold to that. There's people who have never really dealt with or don't realize they have dealt with mental illness or people who have mental illness or mental health problems. And then you have people that have these problems but don't realize that there are many other people out there like them. It doesn't make them less of a person. It doesn't make them less intelligent. None of that is the case when it comes to, to mental illness. And that's why it's extremely important to, to talk openly about it and recognize your own feelings. And even if you are struggling, take that mental health break, whether it's from work, whether it's from family. I mean, to an extent, if you have a kid at home, you can't, I'm going to take a mental health day. You just go sit in your, no, of course not. Uh, but take a mental health minute. You know, just say, hey, and I've done this to my kid. I'll say, hey, you know what, daddy, daddy's going to go in the other room, just take a breath real quick, and I'll be right back to, to kind of get myself right. And, of course, that does whatever your method is. But we're going to continue building that awareness for it. Good on you, Indianapolis Colts and the NFL, for creating this ad campaign. Continue to talk openly about it and continue to help others understand that it's okay to struggle. That it's okay. It's okay to take care of yourself when you need to. All right. I'm telling you, I'm... Oh, 
super excited about this new machine. I'm just, I'm like, I'm watching all my, my usage here and it's, it's, God, is it a difference? Which makes sense because I essentially quadrupled my speed and then all new processors, like new, newest generation processors, but just my, the speed of this computer was, was quadrupled from my previous machine. All right. So we got some positive news for you. Uh, and this one's interesting because it's some positive news out of, uh, some negative news and some tragedy. Uh, of course, we've all seen what's what's happening in the South, especially in Texas. Uh, I unfortunately have family in Texas. They are fortunate have fortunately been okay through this. I mean, problems with you know power outages and stuff, but uh, health wise, they've they've all been okay. Um, but we've all seen that this is going on. Uh, and of course, I mentioned Ted Cruz just leaving his state. He's like, I'm going to go to this this shithole country that. <laughs> Like, that's what happens. You know, your your state starts going to shit, so you go to the country that you call the shithole country for four years because you're following the orange one. Uh, but, of course, we do see good come out of this. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, cousin Beto, still a little bit mad at him for his endorsement, but I don't. I, I digress. Uh, he is, of course, a, a Texas native. Texas, he was a Texas politician. Still is, I guess, to an extent, uh, doing work there in Texas. Uh, started raising money like crazy for people in need in Texas. And not only raising money for people in need in Texas, but also being on the ground and helping to deliver water and supplies and everything else to people that are very much in need. And then uh, AOC, who's not from Texas, she's from New York, uh, she started raising a ton of money uh, for for relief in Texas and also has gotten on the ground in Texas helping people in need, delivering supplies and everything else. And in fact, uh, they've raised over $3 million uh, for people that need it in Texas. And I'm sure by the time I get out of the studio, I'm going to go look and it's going to be $4 million because they're just continuing to raise money. Uh, so we are seeing some positivity out of tragedy here, fortunately. Uh, and I give the utmost credit to the compassion shown by Beto O'Rourke and AOC, especially in comparison to uh, Ted Cruz there. Like, dude, it, it, not, he never has anything good to say about AOC, but here she is helping his state while he gets on a plane uh, to Mexico. Uh, so thank you, Beto. Thank you, AOC. Uh, and of course, the people in Texas and their resiliency. Uh, there was a story that came across across uh, a delivery woman in Austin who actually lived in Houston, uh, would, would go and do deliveries... Uh, Probably for you know grub one of those in Austin because the 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 pay was slightly higher there. Shocking, I know. This whoa, you get paid slightly more to deliver food in Austin compared to Houston. Um, for those of you not familiar, Austin's like the hot, the, it's the hot spot. Like a lot of people moving there, really cool area. You know, I mean, nothing against Houston. It's just that's like if it, it's like if you're like, oh, do you get paid more to deliver food in Los Angeles versus like you know Ontario? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, so. This delivery woman was in Austin, and her, her car got stuck. Uh, she was actually almost ran into a house because of the ice. If you've ever, ever driven on ice, not fun. Uh, and, and instead, uh, her car kind of rolled into a flower bed. She couldn't get her car out. So she fortunately uh, went to the house that where the flower bed was. Uh, the couple inside invited her in to stay, let her call for a tow truck. Well, as we've seen, the weather was so crazy in Texas, she ended up staying there for five days. Five days, this family in Texas took this woman into their home uh, and let her stay there for five days so that she could stay warm and safe during this just unprecedented weather event uh, in Texas. Uh, so good on all these people. It's unfortunate and it's horrible what's happening in Texas, but we can at least see some positivity out of uh, the tragedy and the negativity that, that is happening in Texas, uh, not only 
the weather and, and the unfortunate loss of life and, and property and everything else, but also the unfortunate uh, thing that is Ted Cruz. All right, parenting. Parenting. Uh, I'm pretty sure four-year-olds just scream continuously. I am learning this. Uh, if you've ever had a four-year-old, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you have a child younger than four, um, God help you, because when you do hit four, oh my God. And it's funny, you always hear terrible twos. That's that's the one you always hear. And then finally people started talking about three-nager. It's got nothing on a four-year-old. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> She's She has turned into a teenager. She is very vocal about everything. Uh, everything is everything is a stall. The stall is absolutely real, um, and she's just defiant about everything. The other challenge that I've run into is she's not only defiant because it's like, well, all right, let's brush your teeth. She just no. What, what do you mean no? no? No, yes, yes, brush teeth. No. Okay, and then sometimes it's like okay. That's not that's what I'm talking about. With Sometimes I just got to walk out of the room and be like, I'll be back in just a moment. I'm going to take a breath. It's happened a lot lately because I got a four-year-old at home. Uh, and it's also this weird balance of like silly versus stalling and wasting time. And they go hand in hand. Uh, but my child is a little comedian. So I'm trying not to stifle her personality, but at the same time, keep her on schedule because everything is just a big stall uh, to the point where She'll be like, I'm tired, I'm tired, but then she'll stall for two hours before going to bed. And it's like, but if you're tired, get in the bed and go to sleep. Four-year-olds, man. It's the real deal. It is the real deal. Just kind of want to move things along. That's that's what it is. In fact, someone, like months ago in my dad group, uh, someone posted like, some of you have never rage waited and it shows. And it's like, oh God, I know what that is. <laughs> Although to be fair, even before I was a parent, I rage waited. I uh, my I grew up in a house where uh, with a sister and a, and a mother who we we were not 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 on time most of the time. I was. My father was. My father be father and I sitting on a couch or something like looking at watches. Time to go to the. Nope. So I have I have a lot of experience with rage waiting. All right, common sense. So that Super Bowl happened. I didn't even really want to talk about it. Fine, Tom Brady. Fine. Do your thing. I don't care. Cheer for the name on the front, not the name on the back. Well, they decided to have a boat parade because in Tampa Bay, like, apparently everybody owns a boat in Tampa Bay. They had a boat parade the day after the Super Bowl, which I didn't even mention this last episode, but the, the, what I'm going to talk about from a common sense standpoint actually came out over the past week. Uh, the the daughter or granddaughter uh, of apparently, because I don't know that this is confirmed, of apparently... The gentleman who designed the Super Bowl trophy, so his daughter or granddaughter, uh, actually had a problem with how the trophy was being treated during this parade. You may have seen this, but Tom Brady was on a boat. Some other players were on a boat behind that boat. Tom Brady had the trophy. He actually tossed the trophy to another boat where uh, one of the tight ends caught the trophy. Uh, and so a lot of people were like, whoa, that could have ended up in the water and all this other stuff. Fine. It's like, who cares? It's a trophy. So this woman comes out and is insisting on an apology uh, from Tom Brady and from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not only an apology to her and her family, but an apology to every silversmith on the face of the earth. Because apparently it's silversmiths that make these trophies. Yeah. So to that I say, throw all the fucking trophies in the water. Just, eh, throw them all. I wish it did end up in the water. 
You want like let's find some more th- trophies to throw in the water. Who cares? It's a hunk of metal. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Now we we've hit a natural disaster in 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 the south in parts of the south. Worried about a fucking trophy? Give me a break. Give me a break. And just because you're trying to get some some recognition or whatever, she's probably watch. She's gonna start the the hashtag don't throw trophies in water challenge. I don't know. So what the kids do these days? But it, like really, it's, it's you get no apologies. It's a trophy. It's not even your trophy. And they make a new one every year. For those of you familiar with sports, to an extent, it's not like the Stanley Cup. I I would be a little less in support of throwing the Stanley Cup into the ocean, because that thing has been around for hundred plus years. It's the same trophy. No, they they make a new new damn one every year. And I don't even want to know what the co- how many families the cost of that trophy could feed. So this woman needs to just shut her mouth, and let's start just start throwing trophies in the ocean. I'm down. I don't, I don't see. I don't even have any trophies. Oh, I have medals. See, when you're an endurance athlete, and I, I have gotten a couple trophies over my time. I mean, years ago. But when you're an endurance athlete, it's medals. I you know, ran track and cross country in high school. Medals, and there's a triathlon medal right there. But is this fell in the water? I'm not, nobody needs to apologize to me unless they just did it on purpose and they're like, ha ha ha. Who knows? That thing could end up in a toilet soon. Once you know, once my kid figures out how to get it off the wall, who knows where that thing's gonna go? All right, entertainment news: The Muppet Show on Disney Plus. That's right, it's officially on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly enjoying this one. Uh, it, it's it's just all the happy nostalgia. It really is because it's the original Muppet shows, and uh, and you know I've seen seen a lot of them, but just bringing back that nostalgia and the greatness that is the Muppets. Uh, and I will tell you if you're, especially if you're not familiar with the Muppet Show, uh, Disney, all these platforms they have a uh, they have like a skip intro option. Do not skip the intros on the Muppet Show. That's blasphemous to do so. And I'm pretty sh- like if if I had programming control over that. Uh, I would program in the skip intro. If somebody hit it, it would just it'd be like, nope, you don't get to watch it all now until you learn your lesson. We don't skip intros for The Muppet Show. If you know The Muppet Show, you know why. If you don't know The Muppet Show or you don't know why, just don't skip the intro and you'll learn why. It'll take you two episodes to learn why. Uh, Punk Rock Bowling rescheduled. It's now been rescheduled to late September 2021. Uh, that was going to be May or whatever. Of this year, so they pushed it back because we're still not quite to that point. They do seem quite confident that this will happen. But as we're here, if, you know, Fauci's correct and, and all Americans are going to be, you know, kind of set to get their vaccines by July, then that kind of puts you at that point. Uh, although that being said, there's a lot more people traveling from out of town as opposed to like I'm, I'm watching Hell Omega real close um, for that same reason, because with Punk Rock Bowl, it's. Hell Omega is supposed to happen in July here in Los Angeles. So it's, it's going to be right up against it. Uh, but the difference is. That's just people in Los Angeles because it's a tour, as opposed to punk rock bowling. It's people from around the, around the world, but especially around the country, uh, coming to Las Vegas. So you're you're bringing people from other communities and cities and neighborhoods and everything else all converging, and that could be a you know a bigger problem as opposed to just people that already live in Los Angeles. You know, obviously convening, but an outdoor event. So we'll see we'll see what's going to happen. I think these outdoor concerts have a have a much better chance of uh, of actually going off. Uh, new Green Day track just it just got released today. Uh, for those of you that are in the U.S., if you are not in the United States, it's being released for you tomorrow, which is strange because they have things on YouTube. So I I, I don't know. 
I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up somebody from from the UK and be like, can you play this today? Because they said you can't, but it's YouTube. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe there's something built in there. Uh, it's called Here Comes the Shock. Pretty sure those are the only four lyrics. Here Comes the Shock. I don't know how I feel about this. It's very much new Green Day, and the music's cool. I like the drums. I mean, give me give me some Green Day drums, like, any day. Uh, but, yeah, it's like those four lyrics, and they're just kind of... They're being very formulaic lately. I know it's Green Day, but still a little formulaic for my liking. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh as new new tracks kind of come out and everything else. It it sounds like father it sounds like it belongs on father of all. Uh for those of you familiar with Green Day. Blink-182 news. Uh we got some news and none of this is confirmed. This is coming out of uh basically from Travis Barker that about 60% of the the new album is done. This is an album that's basically all collabs. I'm not excited at all about this. I'm just like they've got a bunch of uh that's fine. Like, listen to rap. I, nothing against rap if that's what you're into. I don't. I'm not gonna buy a rap album just because Blink 182 is playing some music on it. Like, I just. I'm not. As much as I love Blink, and well, as much as I grew up loving Blink, it's, you know, so maybe it'll go in the collection. We'll see. But I'm not too excited about that one. Uh, a lot of rap on it. Just, just not for me. Like, if that's for you, do it. All good. Not for me. I don't. I don't buy a lot of rap albums. All right, uh, one more thing on entertainment news. This was kind of wild. Uh, the outdoor NHL game in Lake Tahoe. For those of you not familiar, they have two of these. Uh, they do these every year, but it's been extra weird this year because they couldn't have crowds and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so they, they did this at Lake Tahoe right next to the lake. There was a game yesterday afternoon, uh, and there was a, supposed to be a game this afternoon. Yesterday afternoon, what happened was the sun was so bright out there in Lake Tahoe in this outdoor game uh, that the ice melted too much. So they played one period uh, and then had to stop the game at like one o'clock, I think one o'clock, California, or yeah, because I think one o'clock Pacific time. I, I'm not sure if they were on the California side or the Nevada side uh, of Lake Tahoe, um, but Pacific time. And then they restarted the game at 9 p.m. when it was cold enough for the ice to stay frozen. Uh, and I was really looking forward to today's game because the Boston Bruins uh, are actually playing the Philadelphia Flyers. But because of the ice melting yesterday. What they did was they moved uh, the Bruins game from noon Pacific time today to 4.30 Pacific time today. I'm hoping to be able to catch it. They did, unfortunately, then take it and put it on the cable channel. Uh, so I got to go and see if I if I have streaming abilities to check that out. But if you're interested in hockey, uh, it was kind of funny. It, like, and that's <laughs> I'll tell you, as as um, as having played a little bit of hockey and been a growing growing up ice skating like almost every weekend. Uh, I saw the the video from what they were like trying dudes on their hands and knees out there like trying to fix the ice and it's like no no that that's like slush that looks like a slush puppy you cannot you can't skate on that uh, so smartly they move stuff back but if you're interested in, in fun outdoor hockey that's happening uh, tonight really probably happening as you're listening to this by the time we get everything uploaded and stuff uh, maybe next week we'll be live and it'll just be happening as it goes which. Uh, there's a good chance of it. We have the capabilities now, so it's just a matter of getting everything fully set up to to live stream. Uh, and I will make sure everyone's updated uh, once we do get to that point as well. Um, so that's going to do it for us here with uh, episode 36 of Common Sense Sundays. 
Uh, before we go, we will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time, possibly with a live feed. Don't know. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, of course, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search, go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel, find all of our awesome videos up there and my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. Uh, most importantly would be Sean O'Rourke live.com bookmark that one, check back off and help us out on Patreon, pick up some merch for yourself, all the great things. Uh, and I have some uh, some new content announcements coming up because we're working on some new new concepts for uh, go tell it to the wall for common sense Sundays and and some other stuff that that we have uh, some other some improvements on stuff we've done in the past that we haven't really been doing uh, as well as some new concepts so look forward to that those announcements over the next couple weeks uh, until then wall fans common sensors. Uh, this has been episode 36 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It's the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use Common Sense. <laughs>